Brooks. And I'm Dan. And it's After Work. Where we talk about the things we do after work. Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day. Sign manufacturer. Manufacture them signs. You got a business, I got you a sign. Here's your sign. Dan's After Work Podcast. I always make like a smaller sign when I'm making signs. And then it's like made by Brooks. You know, people hate it. But I uh, firm a bargain on the, on the deal. So that's part of the deal, you know. Dan's After Work Podcast made by Brooks. Sign. That's from my Dan's After Work Podcast. I can't talk about that. Oh, you can't talk about that? Oh, dang. I was just leaving you hanging so out there to dry. Confused. So often confused. Hey, man. It happened. What's that? Uh, remember a month or so ago, I talked about this. You forced me into signing up two months ago. You forced me into signing up for a Oregon Liquor Control Commission. Oh, yeah. Uh, chance. Chance. Purchase. Purchase. A fancy bottle of whiskey. Yep. Is, do they only do it with whiskey? No. Sometimes they have other things on there that aren't whiskey, but... It seems like it's always whiskey. Is the chance to purchase? So this is a thing. You go on their website. You uh, you uh, well, sign maybe, up. Maybe it is always whiskey. It just seems like there've been other things, but maybe it's just weird whiskeys. And there's like hard to come by whiskeys. Our state only gets so many of them, and everything goes through them. And they're like, we don't want to just give like one to twenty liquor stores. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna put them up raffle. Raffle style. Mm-hmm. And then send it to your local liquor store uh, if you win, and then you go buy it from them. Well, I won, Dan. I what, won. What did you win? A Thomas H. Handy Sazerac Straight Rye Whiskey. Is that part of the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, it is. It is? Is yeah. it? Yeah. The That one is? Yes, it is. I know nothing about it. It was $100 for this bottle of booze. They're all $100. And, uh, but if we lived in a state that it was not controlled, if you let, you know, supply and demand take effect, let's say, this bottle of whiskey would be selling for $400. So it makes me feel special. At least. At least. Maybe. And up. Mm hmm. But I have one now. So I. I think I told people a while back that I got to go to a fancy whiskey bar mm-hmm. and I got to try Eagle Rare 17. Well, that is also part of the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. And it the price for a pour of Eagle Rare 17 was $60. For one uh-huh. pour of it. One pour. That's a lot. You got a whole bottle for 100 Not even double that. But I've been telling everybody I know that's into whiskey about it. Oh yeah, and they're jealous. And they're all, and I've, you know, I've been telling all of them, hey, come on over for a pour. So I don't know how long this is gonna. I'm gonna bring it to whiskey night. Okay. Whenever the next whiskey night. Well, unless whiskey night's farther out than it's predicted. Well, I can't. Can I hold it if it's like three months out? You just hold it. No, but I don't want to. I've told so many people about this. Tell them they got to wait. My father-in-law, who just had a back surgery. No, not him. I was like, because everybody, this 
this thing has gotten super popular, this raffle thing through the OLCC. Uh, and everybody like know who knows that I drink whiskey has mentioned it. Like it started with you. You were the first. And then like my friend Keith told me, my friend Carlos told me, my father-in-law told me about it. Oh, did they? Okay. And they've all, they all get in on the raffle. First time I finally put my name on it, win. Winner, winner, whiskey dinner. Ridiculous. But uh, yeah, so now I have to share with, with them. Maybe I just empty it out into my own gullet and I pour some other rye into it. And you guys will never know. No way. You'll never know. Okay, no, you you'll leave get, that. You'll get a real taste. Okay. Everybody else at Good. the whiskey club. They'll never know. Unless they listen. Then if you listen to this podcast, you'll get a real taste. Just look at me and say, is this the real stuff? And, you know, I might say, It's nothing like the real thing, baby. Hey, Dan. Oh, wait. Oh, whoa. So I'm excited about that whenever it happens. Uh, Dry January is over as of today. And, you know, I'm not like jonesing for some whiskey. I'm going to wait until this weekend when we're hanging out. Okay. Maybe. Unless you leave and I'm like, hey, let's get some whiskey in my belly. I mean, you got a whole, like, macrame set right there. Yeah. That's for, you know, that's for people that come over. What? Oh. Other people fancier than you. No. It's cooler and fancier than me. Cooler and fancier. Dan, uh, you know. People are, uh, we got any emails over there? Afterworkpod.gmail.com? No, afterworkpod.gmail.com emails. I'm sorry. Oh, that's a real bummer. Uh, sometime, I, you know what? I hope Andy's all right. Me too. He probably is. Last last we heard, he was, what, knee deep in water? No. Something broke. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. He's probably fixing. He's still busy fixing. He's busy fixing that leaky pipe. Nah, he fixed that already. I'm sure he did. I bet he's enjoying some whiskey right now or some sort of cocktail. Mm-hmm. If only we knew where the term cocktail came from. We don't have time for that story. I know where it came from. Call me up later and ask me. I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> so, you know... uh What have you been up to, Dan? You know how we were supposed to have a whiskey night this last weekend? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it didn't, didn't happen, got canceled. Because uh, some of my wife's family came in to, uh, from out of town, s- stayed the night at our house, stayed two nights the whole weekend. Um, it was it was a great time. Uh, just hung out, made good meals, and uh, mm-hmm. you know we had a little movie night. Nice. It's it's always interesting to see the amount of extra effort that goes into meals. When there's guests. Okay. So normally it's like, okay, whatever, meal. It's just plain old Dan. See him every day. Yeah. But when, you know. China, does the China come out? No, we don't do that. I mean, you have China. Yeah, but we Why never don't use you it. ever use it? No. It's, it's, yeah. it's from China. Maybe. It might be from China. It could be from somewhere else. You okay. don't know. But uh, did tacos, taco night on... Uh, on Friday night, mm-hmm. tacos are delicious. And then Saturday, there was a soccer game that we chose to not go to because it was very early in the morning and far away from home. They were in town for their kids' soccer For their tournament. kids' soccer games. Two games. Two games. But like a tournament down here or something? 
Uh, no, it's just a couple of games. They just play against these teams, so I assume these teams play against them up there sometime, too. Um, So that game was really early. We're like, we'll go to the other game tomorrow, next day. And so they went, and I get up, and I just start cooking breakfast foods. I I dice up potatoes, and I make like uh potato hash brownie things in the air fryer oh yeah you've talked about those patented delicious and easy now that i use the air fryer yeah um and then lots and lots of bacon and then i we stayed up late the night before swapping manly stories Mm -hmm. so then in the morning i made waffles (laughs) and uh shrek (laughs) yeah shrek yeah Shrek has got to be, I'm calling it, 23 years old. At least. Hey, now you're a rock star. Mm-hmm. Smash Mouth. It's a good song. Um, So. Like, did you make the breakfast so it would be done when they got back from the tournament? Yes. So I make bacon, and then I put it on a plate, and I put it under the griddle to keep it warm. Okay. So the bacon stays warm. The potatoes were going to be done at right about the right time. And then I started making waffles. Okay. They're like, okay, we're going to be home at this time. And I just start making waffles. And then at some point, you know, we fry up some, we do some uh, scrambled eggs and some over easy eggs. And mm-hmm. and then uh, as people are getting there, I'm handing out hot waffles. Waffle, 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 waffle. And then when we were getting ready for this, I got one of those giant bottles of... Um, Champagne. Oh yeah. Or whatever. It's oh called. no, you didn't. And we have mimosas. Mimosas. And yeah. Champ- yeah. It does get fancy when people come to town. Mimosas. Mimosas on a Saturday morning with waffles. Yeah. Bacon. It was. It was a. It was a spread. Yeah. Plus there was also like berries mm-hmm. and and uh, yogurt. Oh, I mean everything. Do they think? I always wonder wonder this about people that like come to, to town to visit, like uh, my sister in law who comes in from New York every so often to visit. Everybody just stops what they're doing, and focuses all on them. Fancy food, fancy this, fancy that, and then I think, do they think we're this fancy? Like I make sure to say every single time, why don't we eat like this all the time? Okay. That's my move. Perfect. Good. Not to denigrate my wife, because I'm also doing a lot of the cooking, but... Yeah, wait a minute. Why don't I cook all the time when when company's not here? Why aren't I always out there cooking? But just to say okay, that we don't do this all the time. This is special just for you. You should do it more. But I really do want to do it all the time, but it'd be very expensive and take a lot of extra effort. Waffles, hash browns. Waffles are cheap. We got flour. Okay, we got potato. I will make waffles. Right, uh-huh. but I won't make waffles and bacon and potatoes and eggs and have mimosas and get out berries and and eggs right now are like gold. Well, we just buy eggs, whatever. Yes. Dollars. they've gone up matter. like I don't know forty percent. Sure, I went and Through I bought. Roof. I bought eighteen eggs at our local grocer, not a natural grocer, just a n- normal grocer. Three dollars and eighty nine cents oh, no. for eighteen eggs. Oh, that's actually not very bad. I know. 
Is this one of those things where like parts of the country it's worse or is everybody just complaining for no reason? You, the problem. Okay. Here's the real issue. That $3 and 89 cent eggs makes the organic eggs look a little cheaper. Okay. Because I don't think the organic ones have gone up quite as astronomically. Because there wasn't a uh, plight at the organic chicken packing plant? Could be. Maybe their organic practices saved them. Mmm. Or that they just can't gouge people that much. They're already gouging? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, well, we'll just whatever. whatever. Just, just raise <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Welcome to the party. So that was fun. Brunch is a great time. And uh, and then the next day you went and checked out their soccer match? Went to a soccer game the next morning. It was uh, pretty cold this weekend. So the temperature was like 29 degrees, but it said it felt like 14 or something. And I know some listeners in other parts of the country might not think that's cold. But the humidity or something. But it's a wet cold. Yeah, it's a wet cold. <laughs> it's a wet cold. You got a dry cold. Other yeah. places. Uh, also, it was windy. And uh, we were just like freezing. It was sunny. Like we were sitting in the sun in hopes that it would work. It did not work. You bring blankets or anything? We had a blanket. Up? We were sitting on the blanket because the oh, bench was metal. cold. Yeah, it's a metal bench. Cube. Yep. And... Uh, and then we had another blanket over the top of us. At one point, I took off. I had like a big Carhartt jacket or something that's like one size too big for me and uh, my son and my niece or whatever. Bundled up in there. Both put one arm in it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's funny. But well, uh, uh, did they win? They Is did it? win. It was four to one. Oh, nice. Against uh, our our local North Clackamas team. So, oh. You know, the out of town team that my niece. You were rooting cousin, for the other. You got you to gotta root for North Clackamas, man. I felt bad for them, but they were terrible. Okay. They really looked bad. Okay, good. So. Well, I made another trip back to the arcade, man. Oh, which one? Which arcade? The Wonderland Arcade, downtown Milwaukee. We never did hear back to know if Wonderland is national or not. We asked the world. I wonder. They didn't land. Say. Anyway, tell us about the trip. Uh, well, the week before, I went. My my younger son was doing something with his mom. They were out. They were doing something. So I took my older son to the arcade. And, of course, I said to my older son, Hey, don't mention this because then your little brother's going to be mad that he didn't get to go to the arcade. And, you know, of course, he comes right home, walks right into his brother's room. Dad took me to the arcade. Uh, <laughs> I want to go to the arcade. So then I was like, got to make it fair. But then I had both kids, so my older son just got to go back to the arcade for a second time. But who cares? He's got a, uh, he's got, I don't know if you know this, but the future's now, Dan. Gone are the days of when we were kids where those sweet, sweet tickets would shoot out of the machine. Okay, and that's all on a card. They're just all on a card now, everywhere. Even this nickel arcade, I feel like they held off much longer when everybody else was on a card. They were still running straight nickels and tickets. Yeah. 
But now those tickets, they're done. They're gone. No more nickels, no more tickets. But you can uh, easily save up your tickets, and my older son is saving up for a 6,000-ticket bubblegum, like a... Dispenser. Dispenser. You know, you put the quarter in and twist it, and it goes... Well, I looked up on Amazon, and I was like, these are tw- these are 28 bucks. We get a- I'm in one that looks just like this. Probably a little better. Maybe a little bit better. He doesn't care. Also, it's fun to be at the arcade. Sure. So uh, we went. We played for an hour and a half. I also, my mom wanted to hang out with their, her grandchildren. First, she said she would bring them to the arcade, and I was like, I'll go with you as well. Because, you know. Because you wanted to go. She's been, she's a gambler. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she well, never you didn't want her to fall off the wagon. I didn't want her to fall off the wagon, getting them tickets. Gambling wagon. The not, no, the not gambling wagon. Not gambling. It's just, it's just an, a casino for kids. Yeah, it is. Those tickets. And, I mean, the Nickel Arcade is great compared to the regular arcade because 20 bucks each i think they we the three of us got 20 bucks i gave my mom 10 bucks you know (laughs) she wasn't playing all that much i was like she's not using this uh but then at the end whatever's left we save the cards the points just stay on or the tickets just stay on the cards okay and uh we had a fun time i there's this angry birds game that everybody's playing you know it's one of the ones where uh you drop the the tokens, and there's, like, the little pusher thing. Oh, it's the push. The pusher thing. But the Angry Birds, you do something, and it builds this giant tower of, of tokens. Of tokens. Like, I'm talking a 14-inch tall. To- it takes a while when you... When that are the size the of quarters. That are the size of quarters. When it hits that, like... It's got to go through some certain whatever to build this tower. And it takes about 15 minutes to build this tower of like 600 quarters. Just 600, huh? 600, because then. 600. Yeah, 600. I think it goes up to. Is that a lot of quarters? That's a lot of quarters. Mm. A roll of quarters. How many roll? Huh? But they're so like. A roll of quarters like, is like 40 quarters. It's like. 10 quarters per row. Oh, okay. And it stacks them up. Oh, so it's not and just it's one. Like it, this machine, it's it's crazy. It builds it and then it kind of grows out of the center of this this machine. How does it do it? It's got this thing that kind of puts puts tokens in, rotates and then comes up and from the bottom? From the bottom. What? I yeah, just like Angry Birds, man. Just remember that Angry Birds game when there was a bunch of tokens in one of them? No. And there's those angry pigs. Rocks and sticks. Uh, But then it builds this big tower. And now I got to play that game until I knock knock that tower. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. Because, okay, you just built this giant tower. But those are only points once they fall over the edge. Yeah. You want to sit behind the kid and wait for him to run out of money. And then you sweep in, take it. But I probably spent like. $10 $10 on that, $15 on that game. <laughs> but all the rest of the games are like, you know, three nickels each. So 
Oh, that was just one nickel. I think those are four nickels for that one. Four nickels for a for a quarter token. Yeah, four nickels. And you get four shots. Four, four for four. Oh, okay. So it is one nickel per per thing. So are you okay? So are you shooting at targets, and then it puts something in a certain spot based on where you hit it? It drops down from the top and like goes through these like, oh, like it's plinko? like a plinko machine kind of, and it has to go through these things when this light is spinning and it stops on the right spot okay. when it goes through, whatever. It's a great game. It's addictive. Sounds addictive. I got it. Yeah. Uh, and my son, I think I I earned probably two thousand points tickets while I was there. I got my card. He got himself another thousand. We get up to check out the candy and little trinkets on the way out. I'm like, hey, we could all go in on this and get that bubblegum machine. And he's like, no, I don't want to share it with you guys. <laughs> so he's waiting. He thinks he's going to get it in his room and just eat bubblegum. Yeah, I, think, I think that's what he thinks. He's just going to have that bubblegum. Yeah, no. But uh, I'm oh. the one that that's in charge of all the quarters that will be going into that gum machine. He's going to be profiting off me. Well, he'll just be able to open the bottom of the gumball machine, you know. Yeah, okay. All right. Quarters will be reused. But, uh, but what you do is you lock that, and then you collect the quarters. Yeah, I should. You make st- him earn quarters so that I then he I should put, can- like, a candy machine in their room that they have to pay for. Put in the hallway. Yeah, like one of those vending machines in the hallway of my house. Put a vending machine in. Cheapest candy you can find. I have to talk to my wife about this. That's a good idea. Yeah, but... But do not give them money for it unless they do something to earn it. Okay. Have them, like, bring it home. Okay. From somewhere. I don't know where they get it. Get money. School. Kids' check, lunch check money. Check in the couch. There's quarters in the couch. Nah. Probably quarters in that couch. You know what's in that couch? A lot of like cat hair, pens and stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah, pens. Pens fall on the couch. Uh, well now it's time. Unless you got now it's time for a little thing that we like to call around 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 What's happening, Dan? So uh, we had company over, so I wasn't busy around the house oh, what? on the weekend, which is really my my biggest after work time. I guess I guess you're right, man. But I I did grill. Does that count? I grilled a couple tri tips, which is you know company food tri tip. That's what company's coming over. What what is a regular night like? Uh, what kind of meat would you guys have on a regular night? ground beef? Just straight up ground or beef, chicken breast, or so every once in a while, we'll have some steak. Okay. We get it on sale, throw in the freezer, but mm. no tri-tip. You don't even know, man. Yeah, it's good. Maybe I should come over sometime. Would, am I big enough company, like, just coming over on a... I'd have to... Or is it have to spend the night? No, but it would have to not just be you. Okay. Me and, like, some other people that, that you guys like? Yeah. If you brought some people that we liked... Okay, then maybe maybe if I was coming over early morning on Saturday, like what if Ooh, I was brunch, coming over at yes. eleven? Brunch, yeah. Okay, well, like I said, or I mentioned, my father, my sister in law's in town. My father in law just had back surgery, 
So uh, she's a nurse from, uh, she's a something from New York who takes care of people sometimes eh, for a hobby. On the side. On side, side hustle. Side hustle. Working at an emergency room. Side hustling. Uh, so she's in town with my father-in-law recovering, helping with all the recovering from this back surgery. And she texts me saying, hey, Brooks, this uh, front window is broken. And it's been broken, like crack. They got these old wooden windows from the house is like 110 years old or something. Uh, she says, hey, Brooks, uh, notice this front window's got a crack in it. It's probably been there for 10 years. Now's the time because we had to move the couch. He's got like a hospital bed in his living room. And she was worried that the dog was going to get on the couch and then smash through this uh, already cracked front window that they have. Oh, yeah, that's going to happen. So, of course, I'm like, yeah, I'll fix that window. I'll come by. So I go over there, measure it out. It's 30 by 36. I go talk to my dad across the street, and I say, hey, you got any pointers for changing out windows, or where should I go for glass? And he goes, oh, there's this place, Park Rose uh, Hardware way out on 110th and Sandy or so. So I drive out there. I call him up first. I said, hey, is this something you can help me out with? Yeah, come on out here. We got one that size. You can just grab it and be good to go. I get out there. The one that's that size is not thick enough glass. It's like mm. for windows. I don't know what you use it for. What do you even use? Single pane. For? Single thickness. But apparently they got some double thickness glass that's better for windows. But it was a new guy working the glass cutting department. Okay. And he goes to score this glass and break it. And then it just like, as it snaps, it just like cracked at a 45 degree angle across the whole thing. And then he's like, I'm going to gonna get a guy over here that like, you know. He's Let me get somebody that knows, knows what they're doing. I mean, I've seen it done. It didn't look that hard when I watched somebody do it earlier, but apparently it's hard. And he comes over and he uh, cuts that. Actually, it's the guy I talked to on the phone. He's like, I thought you were getting the I thought you were getting the one that we already have. No, nope, sorry. It's not the right one for me. So he cuts that one, wraps it up, brown paper, sends me on my way. I go over there, easy breezy, pull out that... Uh, that broken window scrape away all the glazing that's around the window got a nice thing put the new window in there perfect perfect fit and then uh for windows there's these little metal clips that metal clip things that push against the window and then you stab them into the wooden frame okay and i put you know i put those around and i get to the very last one push it in and I must have pushed weird or too much at the glass, and then it just cracked. No, what I think happened is all the other ones were pushed in too far, and then your your glass was cocked at a weird angle. So when you push this last one in, you just bent it, and then it, it cracked. It could have. It was it was a poor poor work all the way through. So I was looking at that thing, being like, "That's well, a much smaller crack than the one before." <laughs> but I still had to put this. Uh, glazing they call it this little putty stuff around the edge and i'm like i can't like finish it with this broken glass so then there's 
a closer hardware store. I called them up. Turns out they just have the right size and the right thickness. And I went down there, picked it up. Bingo, bango. Got that new one in. I was extra careful this time. Right. Did not crack it. And this is one of those life lessons. My boys were over there with me. And I say to Jackson, I'm like, hey, if, uh, if like grandpa and grandma paid somebody, like I can do this for them, if they were to pay somebody, this would have probably cost 250 bucks for somebody to come out here and replace this glass. And they would have done it right the first time. And, you know, for me, this is, this is when I had the first pane of glass. <laughs> okay. I said, for me, it's only costing me 30 bucks. I like, like to that's... think that you're telling them this. It's only costing me 30 bucks. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, 70 bucks. It was, yeah, it was like five minutes later that I was like, I broke that one. So it's only cost, it's still less. It's still less, Jackson. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> oh man, he laughed in my face. <laughs> But, you know, successfully got that window fixed and uh, saved the day. Woo. I was able to help out in their time of need. Around the house. Around the house, 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 house. Uh, Dan, you got anything cool coming up here? I'm going to Hawaii in not but three or four weeks. Uh-oh, we should plan that out. I've been getting a lot of comments about us. You know, we missed like three weeks of podcasting. We did. Over the last six months. That's too much. They're about to pull our uh, advertising because we haven't met our contract quota for, for podcast it's episodes. 52 weeks. Yeah. Yep. You're only allowed to miss two. You got to hit 50. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, you know, we're going to have to do something special for those folks. That's a good point. Live podcast from Hawaii. Maybe. Maybe. That's possible. Okay. Well, Dan, talk everybody out for us. You know what I think everybody should do is get a menagerie of meats and potatoes and fruits. Get a bunch of people together and hang out in the morning. Not too early, though. A little later. Get yourself a nice little mimosa going. Maybe three or four of those. Yeah. Yeah, just like that. And we'll see y'all next time. After work.